0: Welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in. On today's episode, I passed the mic to our young strength coaches. I told them they could discuss whatever topic or topics they wanted to talk about. And one fun fact, in case you didn't know, I am a product of the Kentucky Strength and Conditioning Internship Program. I started as a paid intern in 2006, and now obviously I lead our department. I'm extremely proud of the intentional growth Coach D and myself have made with our internship program over the last decade, and I'm extremely proud of our current graduate assistants and coaching assistants. I hope you enjoy their episode. So I guess I'll kind of guide the conversation here um, just from being on the other podcast episodes, but we have our coaching assistants and our graduate assistants here, um, currently here at the University of Kentucky Olympic Strength Department. Um, I have on here, I have Emily Guyman, Donald Gress and Connor Gibson, and uh, been here for a various amount of time. Um, actually, if I'm thinking about it, you guys are both in your second year, right? And Guyman and I are in our third year, so that's pretty cool um, just from being here all for you know go, going from the intern summer internships now going into multiple years here at uk so um kind of wanted to start this off i'm just kind of explaining the internship route and how you know we all got to where we're at and feel free to chime in you guys but um, here at uk when it comes to the internship we do kind of a, a, a stacking structure on it if so to speak um everybody will always usually come in during the summer internship uh, which the application for opens up in January. And we go through our hiring process throughout that, um, from that summer internship, there is usually four to five coaching assistant paid internship spots at the end of summer that are awarded to, uh, people from that summer internship group, uh, routinely, or at least the way that they've tried to structure it, there is one individual from those four to five that stay that will get moved into a graduate assistant role. Um, and they will start kind of the three year process that they have laid out here um, while the rest kind of do their year long paid internship in the, for the academic year. And then we always are definitely trying to help them move on, get into better positions, maybe move into a graduate assistant role uh, somewhere else or potentially a full-time role depending on where they're at in their career. But the way that the graduate assistant role works here is there's always three people kind of in that pool, so to speak. Uh, one person in their second year of their program one person in their first year and then the person who gets picked from the summer is shadowing that second year individual as they are finishing up their time here at uk so that as they graduate and move on to their next endeavor that person you know seamlessly moves in to take over their teams their role their responsibilities here so um i'll kind of let the individuals that are with me uh introduce themselves uh, i guess we'll go with you first connor
1: so my name is Connor Gibson. I'm originally from Lexington, Kentucky. So grew up, you know, a big UK fan. Um, like Strobe said, I'm in my second year here at UK. I am currently the one shadowing, so getting ready for my GA. Um, I'm shadowing Emily Diamond with Dive and then the golf teams, and that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: And you came in, you came in in the summer, um, right after you finished your undergrad, right?
1: Yeah. So I finished my undergrad May 2020, right in the middle of COVID, and then hit. The summer internship, and I guess I started in what June 2020, so right after.
0: Yeah, and that I was when we did our good, virtual all, internship. All
1: virtual. Yep, all, all virtual, virtual. So on the laptop for three to four hours a day, <laughs> four days a week, not too bad. But, you know, I was, it was weird for me because I was right down the street from the actual campus at my parents' house, but on Zoom calls
2: with everyone.
0: Yeah. And from that, we'll we'll throw it over to Donnie Grass, who came in the same summer.
2: Yeah, I did. So, uh, a little bit different than Connor, uh, from Mentor, Ohio, suburb east of Cleveland. Um, like Shoba said earlier, this is my second year with the program. Uh, same thing, came on as a summer intern, but I was actually coming out of grad school. So, I've actually been in Lexington since fall of 2018. I was a graduate assistant with human resources in their health and wellness division at the University of Kentucky. So I worked and got my master's of exercise physiology and a graduate certificate in high performance coaching. Uh, Graduated kind of virtually uh, in that COVID spring 2020. Um, And then after that, I joined and applied for the summer internship position, landed it, and been here since.
0: And last but not least, we have my co-GA, that is Emily Guyman.
3: Yeah, so I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia. I did my undergrad at Virginia Tech. I got into strength and conditioning around my junior year of college. And then um, one of the coaches I worked with at Virginia Tech, um, Brian Neal, new coach D over here at UK and highly recommended their summer internship that um, one of the best people that people that Brian has ever hired have come through um, UK. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna apply, and I did, and I got the um, internship for the summer. I came, and I was fortunate enough to be that person who, out of the summer interns, um, was chosen for the GA position. So after that year, I shadowed Brenda McDonald and then took over men and women's golf and the dive team. So. I'm going on my third year. So this is technically like my second year in my GA role, but my third year here at UK.
0: And then that's kind of where my my path that I've taken uh, here, I came in the summer of 2019 as well, uh, where I met Emily Gaimond, um, came in, great internship class there. But I was awarded a paid position spot at the end. So after the academic year, the goal was to kind of move on, hopefully get a GA spot somewhere else. Um, but fortunately enough, Uh, Coach Spurlock, Coach D, they really appreciated the the work on the side with the social media and the graphic design, Um, and they wanted to to help me continue to develop as a young strength coach and offered me kind of an extended track, and uh, Connor Gibson's also doing this as well, um, to to stay at UK for basically an extra year, um, stay throughout the summer, still work as a paid intern, but then move into the next GA slot that would be available. And that was to replace coach Ken Knox, who is now at Wake Forest, um, and to kind of absorb his teams and take over that role. So it's been, it's been a ride uh, going from just a summer intern to uh, being here for potentially three to four years. It's been really, really great. I guess we'll kind of just go around the room, but, and we talked about it a little bit in the introductions, but what kind of sports, what sports does everyone work with here? Either volunteered or assisted or covered?
3: So I, Like I said, men and women's golf and dive, they're my teams. Um, I also currently assist Brenna McDonald with pretty much all of her teams um, swimming and then both men and women's soccer at some point. I'm with women's soccer more this semester, but I've been with both. Um, This semester, I'm also with cheer, um, but I've worked with pretty much all teams here at UK Um, and then some also different ones at Virginia Tech that like women's lacrosse, ones like that yeah
2: boom well, uh i have worked with and i primarily work with baseball softball and gymnastics under coach d uh, i've also assisted with swim occasionally here and there and also covered a couple of men's golf lifts um but like I said we we're really good about helping each other out if we need coverage so we kind of work with everybody throughout the course of our time here
1: And for me, my first year, I was mainly just with women's basketball and uh, volleyball under John Spurlock. And then this past year, I've just kind of been with everybody. I'm assisted with swim, obviously dive and golf, men and women's soccer, track and field, baseball, and kind of just help out wherever I'm needed this year. So almost every sport
0: yeah and that's that's kind of the cool thing is is that you know the way that we structure it here is you get to you get to help out with just about every team um i know i spent my first two years just helping out uh coach Stephen wood Um, the joke is on staff that he's my dad at this point um just because i've learned so much from him um taking a whole lot from my experience working with track and field cross country under coach wood um but then also now working with the men and women's tennis teams and the cheerleading teams. so Definitely a a wide variety of experience and exposure to different types of strength conditioning, different types of training, um, different environments, different weight rooms, everything here. So um, I want to throw it over to to Gaiman with being here the longest kind of as you're finishing up going into your third year here. Um, What's one thing you'd kind of like to share um, that's been really good for your individual development here at UK? So
3: right out of undergrad, I thought I was supposed to go right into grad school and get a GA role. A lot of my friends were going into med school, PT school, PA school. So they all kind of had their higher education lined up right away. So that's what I thought was the next step for me was to go right into a GA position. And I had been looking for some. And then this opportunity with UK came up where it was like, you go volunteer and have like the opportunity to. Um, kind of like earn your spot for this job opportunity to be a GA. Um, That wouldn't start until um, the year after so wouldn't start right that fall but you know the next fall. Um, And I think having getting that experience and having kind of like the gap year between undergrad and grad school was the most beneficial. You think that you're ready to go straight into a GA role but it's you're not like you especially if you are an undergrad, you're just volunteering in the weight room, you're just observing, and you're, you have no experience running teams or programming for your like programming at all. Um, it's really hard to just go straight into that role. Um, so, being in that role where you can observe and shadow is super beneficial. You don't have to worry about school on top of it. Literally, your only responsibility is strength and conditioning. And before that, you haven't had that opportunity because opportunity you're in school. Um, so you get to work with the coach who you're shadowing kind of like see how they run things the ins and outs of what they do how they think about programming approach training you know you take what they've been doing right and kind of like obviously put your own philosophy on it but like you're not just going to walk in there and then what that coach has been doing for two years completely like 180 and do your own thing right it's kind of like a nice smooth transition so those teams don't just get like you know someone new walks in it's completely different um so that was like probably the most beneficial for me was just like not be able to focus on school and just focus on strength and conditioning because I definitely learned a lot and I think if I would have just went straight into that role I would have made so many more mistakes I mean don't get me wrong like I'm not perfect I made I've made mistakes but I think it would have been much more of a um bad experience if I just went straight into my G8 role.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's been, at least for me, um, in the same kind of position is, you, you, you know, wherever you do internships, you do programming projects, you do, you know, assignments and things like that, but actually taking those programming assignments and putting them into real life scenarios um, has been worlds different. Just actually being in a position where you implement a program, you think you're ready and you write all the workouts in the world, but it's definitely a learning curve. Um, and I, I think either of these two can definitely talk about that, um, in terms of, you know, their development here. Do you guys have anything to, to chime in with?
3: And real quick, like during that year, you also get so much coaching experience, um, that you didn't like that you might have not had before. So like you're working with that, that, um, the coach you're shadowing their teams, but you're also like working with another full-time team, maybe another one, or the other GA needs help. And. You're kind of all over the place and seeing many different athletes and you know, coaching orientations, teaching people how to move um weights for the first time. And so it's a really good opportunity to just get coaching repetitions, um, as well as getting thrown into the fire a little bit. So in my particular situation, Brenna um was finishing her last year of GA and just became full-time at the same time. She was a full-time in the GA. So she had gained Three more teams on top of her GA teams so she was like I was thrown into the fire a lot faster and I like right off the bat I was coaching men's golf by myself she was still programming but like they were pretty much like on me um and I think that experience really helped shape um the coach I am today I think that like you can do so much to prepare someone for something but just like having them go do it and experience it is super important like um a lot of the times like when I shadowed her um she'd be like I want you to make sure you know the warm-up and this that this it's like okay like I know the warm-up and then one day right before like men's soccer she'd be like guyman you're on the warm-up today I'm like oh no but like that's how you get better right you just go into the situations and you have to adapt and I think that was really uh, beneficial for me
2: I mean I think I could kind of build off that too so being thrown into the fire, especially, uh, I was kind of in a position earlier this fall where coach D, uh, had to go out for an extended period of time, uh, with a pretty significant knee surgery. So with that, like I was entrusted with taking care of baseball, softball, and gymnastics, um, and being that person that had strength and conditioning coach, uh, for those teams. So it's definitely something where you learn on your feet really quick. Um, and you have to, you have to adapt to, uh, to what's going on, but, um, it, it's something that's super beneficial, especially for everybody, uh, going through is it. like, learn how to fail, but fail forward. Uh, don't be afraid to fail either. Like it's going to happen. We're all, we're all going to make mistakes, but being able to learn from them and move forward, uh, is the biggest thing.
0: And, uh, I mean, with that, with, with that kind of fail forward mentality, I guess you can always look back and say, oh, I wish, I wish I would have known this. And for me, that's, that's simple as keeping track of, you know, what workouts you do on what days or, you know, making sure you communicate on the front end and just being a little bit more forward thinking. Um, and so I guess the the general question I have for everybody is what's one thing you wish you would have learned sooner?
3: Definitely communication. Like you just said, like, um, I would like things across my mind. I'd be like, I don't even communicate that. That doesn't mean anything, but it's actually like it can go a long way that one, you're just like reaching out to the people you communicate with, such as your sport coaches, your dietitians, your athletic trainers. Um, and like, you might think it's a small thing, but they could like be like, Oh my gosh, I'm really glad I know that. Um, so that's really good. And then just kind of always, and I feel like people say this a lot, but like stay humble. Like don't feel like you always know anything, everything, um, as well as like I felt like when I was at Virginia Tech and I was learning strength conditioning for the first time I was like this is how it is like this is strength and conditioning this is all I know and so because it was all I know this is all I thought it was right and it was in in this like little bubble and then I went to UK and I was like whoa like things not that like the programs were super different but like it was just different styles of coaching different approaches to training and it was just like whoa like there's more out there. And so like, I've only been at Virginia Tech and UK. So like, I've, I'm excited for my next opportunity. Cause I'm like, what else is out there? What are other people doing that? Like, we don't know yet. Um, so don't just think like here in tunnel vision, like broaden your spectrum. Like there's many different ways to do like one thing.
2: I think kind of building off of that too. Um, the biggest thing for me obviously is fail, is fail forward um learn how to fail and and improve mistakes but also like kind of brings up what guy just said um as coach Woods always says there's a thousand ways to skin a cat right so in the same time especially within our field and with just the the arena we're in in 2021 science and what we're able to learn from the human body and how it adapts to certain stressors um is constantly changing and evolving so understanding that if the way one thing's done isn't how it's always going to be done we're going to there's always going to be a new and better or a new drill or something like that. But it's always like but also learn from those new things, but stay true to yourself and what you believe in and go with go with your gut. Um and like I said, it that's gonna lead you down the best path you can you can go down.
1: Then for me it's uh just being comfortable with like asking for help. You know, growing up it was always like I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to do it on my own. And like really coming to UK and having to program and stuff. I didn't want to ask a lot of questions. I wanted to figure out on my own. So I thought that's how I learned. But I've really grown and just being like, go up to Emily or Brenna and being able to like, ask a question, ask like anything about programming. And they're like cool about it. So it's uh, just being comfortable with asking for help and not like thinking too much about it.
0: That's a really, really good, thing, good point to make is that, you know, a lot of the things, and I think it was Greg Sankey, uh, SEC commissioner, had in a speech, but always asking yourself, you know, what don't we know? And it's really, really important to to take that reflection. Um, And I think that's my biggest thing is spend more time reflecting on what you do know what you don't know and what do you need to learn Um, has been huge for me just being at UK. Um, I feel like every year I've taken away so much. Uh, Year one was about just, you know, how to coach better year two has been about programming and you know as we get into year three next year I I don't know what it's going to be but I'm excited to figure out what that is, um, and just continue to develop forward. Um, every time that I can take this moment to reflect. So um, I guess I kind of want to conclude this just quick talk, but you know, what is one thing, you know, as you know, we all aren't permanent uh, and more people will come through the program and have the amazing opportunity to learn from the people around us, whether it's full times or whoever's around, um, what's one thing that you would share to future interns, whether UK or not?
3: I would say whether you're in an internship or a GA or even like young full times, you get what you put into it. So if you're just going to work every day and going through the motions, like you're not gonna really learn a lot, right? So like going to work, like you know, always be on, right? Um, always ask questions. Be a forward thinker. So like you know, if lift's coming up, look at the lift. Like maybe think or the you know your master template that your coach is giving you. Like why do they do this? Ask them questions about it um are there certain technologies at the place that you're interning at like get comfortable enough with those technologies that like by the time you leave like you're an expert in them and you can put those on your resume um what what other resources do you have at that university um do you guys have um you know we have a really nice nutrition lab dietitians we can talk to um we have SMRI at UK, Um, we have football strength coaches, basketball strength coaches, so like make the best out of your situation, you know, reach out to those people, get to know everyone in your department, because this field is like, like, who you know, so like, even though you might make a relationship with an athletic trainer or a dietitian, they, they might know of strength coaches other places, right, that can help you get a job there, so just because they're not directly strength coaches they can still help you um and going off of that like once you do start building your network of people you know stay in touch with them um that's something i'm trying to work on being better at this year especially because i'm starting to enter that role of like looking for a job but like it doesn't have to be super formal in an email it depends on the person obviously in your relationship with them but it can be as simple as texting like Hey, good luck to the start of the season. And, you know, think, simple things like that, where you're just checking in on them. So like they have your name in their mind sometimes, you know, and then like that way, if a job just crossed their desk, they're like, oh my gosh, Emily Guymon reached out to me a month ago. She's looking for a job. She texted me the other day. Like, I think this job that's coming across my desk would be good for her. Let me reach out to her about it, stuff like that.
1: And then for me, it's just uh, kind of being like, you always gotta be eager to learn. Um, You should never like have an answer. I do this just because I've always done it that way. Um, You should be like almost ever evolving. Uh, Each staff has a coach who special almost specializes in something different. Um, Like talk to the staff, figure out what they specialize in, learn what you can from that person and learn something different from another one and figure out how you can put your own spin on it to become your own, like be your own way. Um, And then just always like be grateful for your job. Like obviously these jobs aren't easy. They're hard. They're harder than like a lot of people think. And a lot of days you don't want to go to it, but if you think about it, you got to be grateful for it. Not a lot of people get to work in high college athletics like we do.
2: I and think, and, and perfect bridge off of Gibby is that of mine is you bring you wherever you go. Um, so being able to take care of yourself first and foremost, like Gibby said, and college athletics is tough, uh, especially at the level that we're at. Um, but if you don't take care of yourself, whether it's physical, Socially, emotionally, spiritually, uh, it's gonna impact yourself in a negative way, uh, but it's also gonna impact people around you, Um, whether it's your athletes, your coworkers, your coaches that you're working with. uh, You don't want to get in the position where you're struggling so bad that you're bringing everybody else around you. You gotta figure out what works best for you uh, and the position that you're in so that you can maximize not only yourself and your abilities, but also help bring those around you to a higher level.
0: Yeah, the biggest thing that I've been challenging and I had a I had a good talk with uh, Coach D today is to know yourself better. Um, Get to know, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, Every job interview will ask you, what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? But actually getting to understand at your core, where do those come from? Why do you have them? Um, Taking that time to really, really reflect and look into what do you need to learn? What do you need to get better so that you can continue to do those and still have that growth mindset? Um, and everything that you do, whether it's strength conditioning, your personal life, um, because this this job isn't for everyone. Um, and you have to really, really love it and have that lifestyle that you're willing to put yourself into the strength conditioning world. Um, and I know all of us understand that. Um, we all love it. I love coming to work and seeing you guys every day. Um, I'll probably see you guys in about 11 hours. Um, but it is it is something to really really think on. Is this is this what I want to do? And to and if it is, great, um, because because places like UK are are meant for people like that who just want to come and develop and learn how to be a better individual, a better strength coach, um, or even just somebody in athletics as a whole. Um, it's a it's a really really amazing place to just develop as a whole. So that's all I really had on my list. For I don't know if you guys have any else anything else you want to add to the conversation but um, yeah. we uh, all came in as interns and we are accepting internship applications for the incoming summer of 2022. Uh, coming January, we'll be posting more about that on our social media accounts, at UK underscore only underscore strength. Um, hope to see you guys on there. Uh, throw us a follow if you're listening. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email at strength at uky.edu. Uh, Appreciate you guys for stepping
2: on here. Appreciate everyone for listening. Have a great night and go cats.